Hey everybody, thanks for joining again. Uh, today we're going to look at just a short text today, Nehemiah chapter 4, but only at three verses, 10, 11, and 12. Last time we saw that success often brings opposition. And in our text last time we saw that the opposition came in a couple forms. One, it came in the form of ridicule. Another in the form of harassment and trying to confuse uh, the people. After we saw that, we saw Nehemiah's response to how to handle those things. And it's a great, it was a great response for us to learn from. The, the text in Nehemiah said that Nehemiah prayed to God. So today in our text, we're going to see how, you know, just when we pray doesn't necessarily mean all the struggles are going to go away. Maybe the struggles are there to help build a character in us, to help us learn patience, uh, things like that. So those who are harassing, those who are confusing, they're not giving up yet. They're not giving up. And so we're going to see some sources of discouragement today. This fourth chapter of Nehemiah is such a great chapter because I believe it deals with so many things that happen to us on a daily basis. We often get discouraged. And in our next section, we're going to see what do we do? What's our source of encouragement whenever we get discouraged? So let's uh, read Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. Judah said, the strength of the laborers is failing. There's so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. Our adversaries said they will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them and cause them to cease the work. So it was when the Jews who dwelt near them came that they told us 10 times, from whatever place you turn, they will be upon us. You can see how that would be kind of discouraging, couldn't you? That uh, here they have this opposition who's saying, we're going to sneak up on them, we're going to kill them. And even the Jews are saying, you know, it's going to be so bad that everywhere you turn, there they're going to be. So these pressures from without often cause problems from within. It isn't easy to carry on the work when you are surrounded by danger and daily face demands of a task that is already seeming impossible. If the Jews became discouraged, they would defeat themselves because they would stop working on the wall. And Sambalot and his allies wouldn't even have to wage war. They'd just go in and take over. Discouragement is always a key weapon in Satan's attacks. If he can get us discouraged, he can also start to get us to question things. You see, in these three verses, the Jews are discouraged. They're getting frustrated. You notice it said there was rubble. There was debris everywhere. And you can imagine, if you're trying to build a wall, it's very hard to do it if you've got to work around all this trash. You first have to remove the trash and then get back to your work. And that's very labor laborious and tiresome. Okay, uh, They became discouraged. The strength is falling. They're getting weaker. They're tired. They're not able to rest. And when you get tired, you can also get very emotionally tired. And I believe if somebody's threatening you, ridiculing, harassing you all the time, it is emotionally draining. Okay, And so... 
uh, again, they're tired and they're not focused. And so trying to accomplish this monumental task just gets harder and harder and harder. We've probably all been there when we've been physically and emotionally drained. Nehemiah, on the other hand, he doesn't pay much attention to these complainers, but goes right on with the work. That's the best thing to do. Don't allow complainers, don't allow those that are harassing you to stop you from doing the Lord's work. If you take time away from your work to listen to all the complaints and all the things you can't do, guess what? You're never going to do anything. Okay. The second thing that comes with growing tired is this idea of losing focus. Uh, both of those things can be resolved. Well, how can they be resolved? Simply by getting some rest. Uh, I have a routine. When I go home after work each day, I go into my uh, office at home and I lay on the couch and I just rest for maybe a half hour, an hour. And then I get re-energized to be able to go and do what I need to do around the house. These guys, I don't know that they had that luxury. If they stopped at all to try and relax, then that may have been the time that their enemies attacked. The enemies may have said, hey, look, we're accomplishing what we want. Let's just keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on. Okay. They simply needed some rest and relaxation, which kind of brings me back to what God said in the beginning. What did God do after six days? It says he rested, not because he was tired, but he knew that for us, if we work six days, we would need a day of rest. And so he tells us that. Listen to Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 and 11. It says, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Remember, Jesus says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you what? I'll give you rest. Well, a third point of discouragement is fear. They feared the enemy, and, and rightly so. They didn't have all the equipment and all the weapons and all the men that the enemy had. They weren't a trained army, and so they were afraid the enemy might come, might kill them, might interrupt their work. In fact, might stop their work altogether. So we find them at this point tired, frustrated, intimidated. Some of the things that still discourage folks today. Next time we're going to see how to overcome discouragement. One of the reasons, again, I said I wanted to study this book. We all have struggles in life. Reading the book of Nehemiah can help us learn how to overcome them. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time.